Hello, welcome to Strange Love of Movies. This is an emergency solo episode because the Golden Globe nominations have just come out. And if y'all don't know this about me yet, I am obsessed with award shows. So you're gonna be hearing a lot of awards talk these next few months. Even though this is a very weird awards year, barely any movies came out in 2020, not much is coming out in 2021, but there's still some good things that are coming out and I'm excited to see in theaters hopefully soon. Wear a mask, guys. But yes, I'm gonna be talking about the Golden Globes because this is always the first award show to kind of kick things off. So I'm just gonna go through the nominations and give my thoughts. And even though, I, again, I haven't seen all the movies nominated, I've heard enough about each of them to kind of make predictions. And I'm gonna try to see all of them by the time the Golden Globes air, which will be in a few weeks, I think. I'm not sure, you know Strange Love, we're not the best at our research. Okay, so I'm just gonna be talking about film because TV, I really haven't seen many of the shows. Shout out Anya Taylor-Joy for Queen's Gambit. I'm proud of you, girl. You're stunning, you're amazing. If she doesn't win, I think the world's gonna riot. But on to film. Best motion picture, musical or comedy. Borat subsequent movie film, so that's the sequel to Borat. Hamilton, music, Palm Springs, and The Prom. I'm, I'm speechless, and you can't be speechless on a podcast. What is this list? <laughs> Why is Hamilton on here? Hamilton, I, okay, I guess it's a musical. It's literally a Broadway show. That should not be there. Music, I had to look this one up. It's the Sia movie. Remember Sia, Chandelier Woman? Well, the girl who is in the Chandelier music video, Maddie Ziegler, who is from Dance Moms, plays a girl on the autism spectrum, and this just got roasted the minute the trailer came out. So the fact that this is nominated for a Golden Globe, who is paying the Hollywood Foreign Press? Who is paying them? It has a 29 on Rotten Tomatoes, and again, I know that doesn't mean anything, but still. I, I don't know, man, I don't know. Okay, what else? Um, Palm Springs, that's a cute kind of Groundhog Day kind of movie on Hulu. I wouldn't be mad at that winning, it's funny. The Prom, ah, ah, The Prom. The Prom was made by Ryan Murphy, the creator of Glee, and it is just, <laughs> I tried to watch 10 minutes of it, and I just couldn't get through it. I was not having fun with it. It's just an over-the-top musical that was not needed, but has a crazy amount of A-list stars. And of course their pockets are full after this movie because Netflix has such a big budget. Oh, okay, and then the Borat sequel. I could see that one winning because it actually got a lot of acclaim and it seemed to deal with a lot of issues that are currently plaguing our country. So it's pretty relevant. So I could see that one getting it. So probably either Borat or Palm Springs. Mm, I'll say Borat for that one. Best Motion Picture Drama, The Father, Mank, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, and The Trial of the Chicago 7. Okay, The Father, I've not seen yet, but I've heard it's Sir Anthony Hopkins' best performance yet, and it's heartbreaking. Olivia Coleman from The Favorite is also in The Father. I need to check that one out. Mank saw that, loved it, but I don't think the Hollywood Foreign Press is going to dig it too much. And before I go on, Hollywood Foreign Press is exactly what it sounds like, and they're the ones who vote for the Golden Globes, so it's not always accurate to what's gonna win the Oscar. And when I was a little kid, I did not understand that, but my parents would always tell me that, and they're very right. I mean, sometimes they do nail it, but for the Golden Globes, they tend not to like things that are so American, because again, it's the Hollywood Foreign Press. So Mank is just all about Hollywood and the glitz and glamour. And even though Once Upon a Time in Hollywood won last year, the Golden Globes are known for loving Tarantino, so that's kind of a different thing. 
Mank, I don't know if they're going to reward another movie about Hollywood the next year. We'll see. Nomadland. Ah, I haven't seen this movie yet. It's my most anticipated for 2021. It's coming out soon and I'm going to be seeing it. It's directed by Chloe Zhao and this is a really exciting movie because Frances McDormand is basically the only person in this movie and she's a great actress so that'll be fun to see. I've heard it's just top notch. And then Promising Young Woman with Carey Mulligan. This movie is kind of a revenge movie and it takes a crazy turn in the last 20 minutes. Y'all should see it because Oh my gosh, that ending is the most unpredictable thing I have ever seen in my life. But I would recommend that one. And then The Trial of the Chicago 7, Aaron Sorkin. We reviewed this, listened to our podcast on Trial of the Chicago 7. That was a few months ago. And that was pretty good. But again, it's just so American that I don't think it'll get it. So I'm guessing Nomadland or Promising Young Woman. It depends on if the Hollywood foreign press wants something kind of glitzy and glamorous. That would be Promising Young Woman. But Nomadland, from what I've heard, is much more quiet and existential, maybe? I don't know. So, uh, yeah, one of those two. Best Motion Picture Foreign Language, Another Round, La Llorona, The Life Ahead, Minari, Two of Us. So another round I've heard of, it's basically these friends decide to get just wasted every single day. And it seems like a good time. Actually, I kind of wanted to watch that one. It seems kind of like a social experiment or something to see how much alcohol they can drink and still function in their day-to-day -day jobs and lives. So that one sounds pretty interesting. But then Minari is the one I think is gonna win for this. And Minari, I have not seen either. It's an A24 movie. It's coming out really soon, but this got a lot of controversy because it's in the foreign category. And it stars a Korean family, but from what I know, there's a lot of English in this movie also. So a lot of people saw this as maybe a racist or xenophobic decision. I haven't seen Minari yet, but when I review it, I'll probably address this controversy more because it's a movie made in America about America, yet it's in foreign language. But I don't make the decisions around here. Best Screenplay, Promising Young Woman, Mank, The Trial of the Chicago 7, The Father, and Nomadland. Mmm, I don't know. I could see the foreign press really taking a liking to Promising Young Woman because it is so out there. So I could see that winning. Mank was great. Listen to our Mank podcast. It was written by David Fincher's dad, Jack Fincher. Trial of the Chicago 7 was a great script, of course, but I think Aaron Sorkin's won so many times. The Father, haven't seen it yet, but... Heard it's great. I haven't heard much about the script, just the acting, but I'm sure that means the script's great. Nomadland. Again, I haven't seen this, but I didn't realize that there was that much talking in it. So I can't imagine that one winning. It, Nomadland seems a lot more maybe improvised or maybe the acting's so good that it seems improvised. That'd be interesting. So I, I don't know about best screenplay. Sorry guys. Uh, best original song, Fight For You, Judas and the Black Messiah, Hear My Voice, The Trial of Chicago 7. Here is spelled wrong, CNN. That's really strange. Scene from the life ahead, speak now from One Night in Miami, Tigers and Tweed, the United States versus Zulie Holiday. I have not heard any of these songs by themselves, so I have no idea. I'm imagining the United States versus Billie Holiday or One Night in Miami will get this because Sam Cooke is One Night in Miami, Billie Holiday is the United States versus Billie Holiday, obviously, but I can't judge that either. Okay, I'll try to go faster now. Sorry, I'm just such a nerd when it comes to awards and movies, even though I haven't seen many of these. Ah. Okay, Best Actor in a Supporting Role, Sasha Baron Cohen, The Trial of the Chicago 7. We predicted this on Strange Love. Go listen to that episode. Daniel Kaluuya for Judas and the Black Messiah. Bill Murray for On the Rocks. Leslie Odom Jr. for One Night in Miami. And oh, <laughs> Jared Leto for The Little Things. <laughs> Who in the Hollywood Foreign Press has a crush on Jared Leto? That's my question because you guys will hear our little things review soon. It's good, it's entertaining, but 
it's a thriller with three Academy Award winners and none of them show their best acting abilities because The Little Things is just supposed to be fun. Why is Jared Leto on this list? Sorry, Tyler, if you're listening to this, but Jared Leto has always been my number one crush. And in recent years, some weirdness has come out about him, so I'm not as huge of a fan. But that man, he never ages. His eyes are so pretty. He's so tan. And his hair is so good. Even though my mom thinks it's ridiculous that it's so long. He looks like Gucci Jesus. But does Gucci Jesus need a Golden Globe nomination for a very average crime film? I don't think so. Sorry, Jared. This is breaking my 15-year-old heart kind of hating on you, but I'm not hating on you. I'm just hating on this decision. It's weird and I fear that he's gonna be even more memed on and just get even more hate for being nominated because sometimes when you're nominated for something you're not worthy of, people just go crazy. I mean, rightfully so sometimes. We'll get to another decision on here that Twitter is already not happy about. Anyway, I'm gonna guess Sasha Baron Cohen will win for Trial of the Chicago 7. Best Supporting Actress, Glenn Close for Hillbilly Elegy. She's not winning. Olivia Coleman for The Father, Jodie Foster for The Mauritanian. I have not heard much about this movie, so I'm guessing not that one. Amanda Seyfried, 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 I don't know how to pronounce her name, for Mank, and then Helena Zengel for News of the World. I think she's the young girl in that. Um, I'm gonna say Amanda Seyfried will win for Mank. I think she's gonna win the Oscar too. Hopefully the Foreign Press awards her for this because it's a great performance. Best Actor in Motion Picture, Musical, or Comedy, Sasha Baron Cohen for Borat's Subsequent Movie Film. First of all, that title is just amazing. Just call it the Borat sequel, but no, Sasha couldn't do that. Wow, that's crazy as two nominations for acting. Uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda for Hamilton. Oh, I'm sure my mom will be thrilled about that one. Dev Patel for The Personal History of David Copperfield. Andy Samberg for Palm Springs. And this is the nomination that I'm talking about that Twitter's not happy about. James Corden for The Prom. Um, again, silence. A moment of silence. James Corden got nominated for The Prom, but Meryl Streep did not. I don't think anyone in The Prom or The Prom should be recognized at all at this award show, but the idea that James Corden got it instead of Queen Meryl Streep is questionable and interesting, and that's kind of what everyone's been making fun of today. This is an interesting category because I have no idea who's gonna win this. I could see Lin-Manuel winning, which would be really weird because Hamilton's not really a movie, but maybe that would happen. I don't know, sorry. Best animated motion picture, The Crudes, A New Age, Onward, Over the Moon, Soul, and Wolfwalkers. I've heard Wolfwalkers is really good. And I'm gonna be honest, from these five nominations, I've only seen Soul, but I've heard Wolfwalkers is really good and I could see Wolfwalkers winning because the Golden Globes tends to award more out there animated movies, but Soul is definitely winning the Oscar. So I would say between Soul and Wolfwalkers. Best Actor in a Motion Picture Drama, Chadwick Boseman, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, listen to that podcast. Riz and Me, The Sound of Metal, still need to see that. I've been wanting to see that forever and I'm going to get to it soon, I promise. Anthony Hopkins for The Father, Gary Oldman for Mank, Tahar Rahim for The Mauritanian. I st still haven't heard much about that. So I'm gonna say Chadwick Boseman's gonna get this one because this is obviously a posthumous nomination. And honestly, Chadwick deserves it. I haven't seen all these movies, but Chadwick did great. And I could see him winning even if he still was alive. I wish he was still alive, but I think he deserves it for this. And Ma Rainey is definitely a different kind of movie, but I could see the foreign press digging it. Listen to our Ma Rainey podcast. Ah, okay. Best actress in a motion picture drama. 
Viola Davis for My Rainey's Black Bottom, she did great. Andrew Day for The United States versus Billie Holiday. Vanessa Kirby for Pieces of a Woman. Frances McDormand for Nomadland. Carrie Mulligan for Promising Young Woman. Holy cow, is Andrew Day the one who sings, and I'll rise up? I think she is. <laughs> That's hilarious. I remember that song was so big on Musical.ly for five minutes in like 2016 or 2015. <laughs> I think Frances McDormand or Carrie Mulligan will win for this one. Viola Davis really is not the lead in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, even though she's Ma Rainey. And oh, Pieces of a Woman, we're gonna review that at some point. Vanessa Kirby, she does a great job, but just, I think Frances or Carrie on this one. Not sure which, it just depends on what the foreign press is feeling. Best Actress in a Motion Picture, Musical, or Comedy, Maria Baklova for Borat's subsequent movie film, Michelle Pfeiffer for The French Exit, Rosamund Pike for I Care A Lot. Oh my gosh, Rosamund! Saturday, something super interesting on Strange Love will be dropping regarding a Rosamund Pike film. I'm sure you can guess which. And we also have a special guest talking about this movie with me. So be on the lookout for that. I'm super excited. Oh, Anya Taylor-Joy for Emma and then Kate Hudson for music. Oh, the fact that music has two nominations is terrifying. Again, music is the problematic Sia film. Who is paying the foreign press? Or who in the foreign press is deciding to let this movie have two nominations? Maybe it's great. Maybe I should give it a chance. I don't know. So I haven't seen all of these movies, but I'm guessing not Anya Taylor-Joy because I'm sure she's going to win for Queen's Gambit. Uh, maybe Maria Baklova for Borat's subsequent movie film. That's been getting a lot of buzz, her performance in that, because I think it's her first performance. And then Rosamund Pike for I Care A Lot. I haven't seen that movie yet because it's coming out on Netflix soon, but I have not seen it yet. Sorry, I usually I'm better at predictions. Maybe when it comes to Oscars time, in like May, because they postponed the Oscars, I'll be better at predicting things. <laughs> okay, then Best Director for Motion Picture, David Fincher for Mank, Regina King for One Night in Miami, Aaron Sorkin for The Trial of the Chicago Seven, Chloe Zhao for Nomadland, and Emerald Fennell for Promising Young Woman. Whoa, that is three out of five of the directors being women. Yes, this is the year for women. Wow, I'm super amped for this category. I would say Chloe Zhao or Emerald Fennell. I just don't know what the foreign press wants or what they're looking for this year. I think Fincher, Regina King, or Sorkin could also get it because they're all so respected. But yeah, I'm guessing Nomadland or Promising Young Woman for Best Director. I still haven't even seen Nomadland, so the fact that I keep predicting it for stuff just shows how much it's been in the awards conversation and how much I've absorbed from that. So maybe I'm biased because, I don't know. And then last category, this is kind of anticlimactic, but best score, Midnight Sky, Tenet, News of the World, Mank, and Soul. And Tenet was Ludwig Göransson, and that was a nice score. Ludwig is a really cool guy. He does music with Donald Glover, who's Childish Gambino. And then, yeah, he did the score, which is really heavy. And then both Mank and Soul are Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. And I think Soul should win original score because, ooh, I love that score. I listen to it in the shower sometimes. I know it's a kid's movie, but mm, I vibe, I vibe. I'm not exactly totally pumped about any of these categories just because I haven't seen all of these movies and they just aren't as much my interest as maybe last year's Golden Globes, which was maybe the best lineup of all time. I mean, do you remember Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Parasite, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, there were just so many bangers. And again, 2020 has been a weird pandemic year and I understand that not as many good movies came out this year. But still, I mean, the lists were great and I respect all the filmmakers who worked so hard and put their movies out in this weird year, not really knowing what the reception would be for them. So 
Respect to everyone who got nominated for the Golden Globe, even if you're Jared Leto or James Corden. I'm sorry I goofed on you. I won't be the last person to do that, I'm sure. Thank you guys for listening to Strange Love of Movies. Follow us on Instagram at Strange Love of Movies Pod. And we will be back Saturday for another episode. I hope you guys are pumped for that because we have a special guest. Thanks for listening, guys, and let me know your Golden Globe predictions. Bye.